0: Welcome to the NAPSEE Podcast. My name is Michael Futrell, and I am the host of this current series, Protecting Students' Data in a Digital Age. As a former educator, executive director of a youth not-for-profit and state representative, focusing on doing my part to make sure that every student had the resources needed to be successful became part of my life's mission. And what I realized was that for this to come to fruition, technology would have to play a major role. I joined Millennium Enterprise Corporation as their director of strategic partnerships, and I saw firsthand how tech could enhance students' learning to echelons that I could not even have dreamed about as a child. But I also saw how it could create havoc and destruction that could only be told through the lens of a Hollywood director. It was with those competing things in mind that NAPSE and Millennium Enterprise wanted to engage a national conversation on what it is like for school districts as they are protecting students' data in a digital age. Today, joining us by phone is my special guest, Dr. Michael Connor, superintendent of Middletown Public Schools. Dr. Connor, thank you so much for joining us today.
1: Thank you, Mr. fruitrell Hope all is well. Glad to be on. Glad to have this important conversation with you. Uh,
0: well, I'm, I'm glad that you are here. You know, it's, you know, I've, I've gotten to know Dr. Connor and what I've truly appreciated about, uh, working with him is not just on the things that he's focusing on now, but his forward vision and thinking about where education should be going to. So when we had this podcast, I was so excited that we were able to get him to join us. Uh, With that, Dr. Conner, you know, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and a little bit about your school district?
1: Yeah, thank you for the introduction, Michael. Yes, we're um, located in Central Connecticut, right in the heart of uh, the state of Connecticut, right in the center of Middletown, uh, where we have roughly about 4,600 students. We have a very progressive education strategy uh, focusing on preparing our students for the future. Uh, We've been using a a lot of the 2030 McKinsey uh, study uh theory that how we be able to design districts not all, or design our district not only to focus on preparing students for now but preparing students for our future of course our, our our large-scale themes within uh Middletown Public Schools is around innovation and equity how we can create innovative environments to ensure that all students have an equitable environment uh to achieve their maximum success uh, we've had some great Uh, gains from a high stakes lens uh, from last year as well as the new uh, initiatives that we're bringing in integrating technology into the classroom in a blended context uh, having these disruptive uh, pathways to prepare students, not for just college ready, but for career readiness. But more importantly, preparing our teachers in this new digital age. So that we are prepared for this digital transformation uh, around workforce innovation, as well as disruptive factors uh, to under, that's being underscored within our district. So I'm very proud of what we're doing within uh, Middletown Public Schools. But more importantly, I'm, I'm proud of how our students are exercising their voice, agency, um, to be able to be a part of this change initiative.
0: Well, and that is phenomenal. As I, you know, every time I have an opportunity to talk to you, I get so excited because. Uh, of of your forward thinking right the idea of it's not just about where we are but it's about where we're going and you know as we have those conversations especially in the education realm one of the things that so many of us talk about is a lot of times our education system looks a lot like it looked when our own parents went to school Um, but to have some have someone like yourself who's thinking that ahead you know it's just I I just love to be around it so you know one of the things that we always do is we want to ask the question you know like what do you believe are are some of the issues that are facing school districts in this digital age
1: yeah, yeah that's a great question and uh, i I think you 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 outlined it. Uh, just a few minutes ago is that, you know, traditionally education uh, systems, uh, our business model or education model, however we want to contextualize it, uh, continue to have these traditional imperatives that perpetuates uh, whether it be opportunity gaps, achievement gaps, preparation gaps uh, that we continue to see and we're just only addressing specific symptoms and not the root cause. So when we look at it from a new value capture, value creation for our families and our students, one, uh, we have to be able to, I think is we're at a stage where uh, it's inevitable where we have to integrate artificial intelligence and technology into the classroom in a strategic context. Moreover, you know, as we start growing our platform to integrate software and technology into the schools, we have to be able to protect our systems and protect our students, uh, whether it be from a confidentiality standpoint, whether it be from an authenticity standpoint, we have to ensure that our systems are prepared to make this radical shift or transformation uh, in this digital age. So one, having a mindset, An executive leader that is open to integrate artificial intelligence or uh, technology into the classroom and to have it be a strategic imperative or this educational uh, primitive that we have to be able to move towards that era uh, and disrupt traditional uh, structures and systems that currently exist nationally.
0: Well, you know, I, something I took out of what you just said was where you said, you know, we have to be prepared for this radical shift, right? Because that's one of the things that we realize, especially in this uh, technology age, uh, the reason why this is so important, because things are just moving so rapidly. And that drastic shift, you're right, is right there upon us. And the question is, you know, how are we going to be prepared for it? You know, that ties into our next question, which was, you know, how do you feel K-12 education has adapted to this digital world that we now live in? And then I'm gonna I'm make, actually make that a two-part question. My, my next question to you with that is also going to be, you know, how do you think that uh, Middletown has started to make that adjustment as well?
1: So um, twofold, uh, Michael. One, I think from a national landscape, um, we're all, the, the education uh, enterprise, Uh, our industry is usually the last industry to make radical shifts to align uh, with the economic demands in other industries within our country. I, you know, when I meet with my leaders and when I meet with people around the community, whether it be at the state level or even at the national level, I always use the example of uh, it's when in the Dewey era, uh, the biggest uh, issue or the biggest transformation is whether we should integrate pencils into the classrooms. I think that we are at that stage where you know, educational specialist leaders are at that pain point, that dichotomy of how to be able to integrate uh, technology and this digital transformation into their own education uh, enterprises as well. So I, I think that is slowly making a shift I think it hasn't made that radical or discontinuous shift where it's a part of the everyday thread within education. Uh, Middletown, we have made that shift. Uh, We are, I believe we're one of the only districts in the state of Connecticut from a vertical alignment standpoint, is that we have some piece of artificial intelligence or technology within the K-12 spectrum. Uh, it's a part of our blended learning model, our personalization strategy of our strategic operating plan, uh, Middletown 2021. But again, we're very progressive. Uh, we're, we're, we're out in the forefront. We want to be the leaders in the nation with regards to education, um, I'm sorry, digital transformation and innovation. So I I think that we have to be the model to be able to provide other superintendents as well as districts and boards that, you know, if you integrate uh, this disruptive force, of, digital, of digitalizing um, our classrooms and our districts, that you have to be strategic about it. You have to have this pragmatic approach of implementing such a forward uh, initiative with that. So I think Middletown, we're a little bit ahead of the game uh, uh, statewide as well as nationally. But I, I feel that you know, as a as an enterprise and as an industry, we're going to be forced to make these changes because. The students that were educated are fundamentally different from you and I, Michael. You know, Generation Alpha and Generation uh, Z, everything that's a part of them is this part of technology. So we have to be able to promulgate that. In a strategic context, but moreover, we have to build um, capacities as well as human capital on how to be able to do that for uh, this successful transition.
0: Well, and absolutely. And when you look at this group, uh, these these group of digital natives that we call them, right? Um, they've grown up through technology. You know, they. My son, it, if my TV doesn't slide, he's confused on what's happening, right? Like this thing is broken, and I'm gonna need you to go get a new one, right? Uh, but. It's funny, um, you know, when you're talking about the questions of should we integrate pencils, right? You know, that seems such an odd question to to us in this older generation. But to that generation, you know, I I get where we're going there because one of the things that we've seen is a lot of times those who are making the decisions – uh, are people who this is something that's not second nature to them when we start talking about technology. Uh, they they just got on Facebook, right? <laughs> um, and so you start to see some of these things to where, you know, the question is, how do we utilize technology to its full capacity? And one of the things that I've noticed is we have a tendency to use technology but use it in the same way that we use a regular book and regular pencil and paper. So we have it, but you know, it's just read off of this screen or type onto this screen.
1: Right. Um, So, or, you know, you, you have a misconception, Mike, I'm sorry to interject, but you're absolutely right. We have this misconception where that, you know, we provide a student a Chromebook uh, within a one-to-one initiative. That's a transfer. That's a huge radical transformation in education, which in reality it isn't.
0: Absolutely. Um, but it's 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 something that I think that as we continue down this path, naturally, uh, these next group of people that are coming in are going to uh, grow more and more comfortable with making those adjustments. But what we've been focusing on is how do we, as you said, this uh, uh, this digital age that is coming upon us so quickly, how do we catch up? Uh, and it's it's funny that as we talk about this, it actually ends up being twofold, right? So there is, how do we utilize it in our classrooms to make an impact for our students? But then there's the other side of it, which, you know, how do we protect them? How do we protect the data? Uh, what does our infrastructure look like, right? And all of those things that are interconnected to this. And so I'm going to talk about some of this shift right there, which is, you know, How do you uh, address those and what advice would you give to school districts that may not have necessarily budgeted for precautions in protecting students' data in a digital age? But, you know, they see the urgency. They understand that, you know, it's not a matter of if, it's more of a matter of when are they going to run into a situation um, that they're not prepared to handle through their infrastructure and some of these back end sort of things
1: absolutely um we and and uh, michael we had an issue uh, roughly i believe it, it was uh last summer you know where we had a malware attack and it's so critical you know we and again it's a two-folded approach one when you make these digital transformations or when you make these punctuated change to incorporate uh artificial intelligence into the actual classroom or into the education strategy you have to look at it Two, where is your, do you have the necessary infrastructure and do you have the necessary safeguards to ensure that this is a seamless transition uh, for that? You know, one uh, advice that I, I, just from uh, kind of a lesson learned with our malware attack is that you should always have an audit uh of your infrastructure so you have a better understanding of where the vulnerabilities are you know where integrity can be compromised where you can have confidential uh, confidentiality breach just by a phishing attack so it's always good to have that audit to have a third-party expert an external uh an external uh, partner partner with you if you don't have the necessary uh, internal capital to be able to do that. So one, when you have a foundational understanding of your infrastructure, then you'll be able to build a, a plan, whether it be a three or five year plan to be able to either A, enhance the protections, of your infrastructure or B, vertically or horizontally scale the infrastructure to be able to support your education strategy. So I I always say that before you do this, which I didn't, it's kind of a lesson learned to other superintendents out there, have a deep foundational understanding of what your infrastructure looks like so that you can protect yourself, so you can be able to accelerate your education strategy.
0: Absolutely. So you you need to understand what your blueprint looks like. Um, And, you know, it's interesting. uh, We always say this goes through three stages when when we're working with clients. Right. Usually by the time that we come on board, it's because someone's gone through an attack or they've gone through an issue. Right. And so we're playing catch up. And we say we like to say, Michael,
1: and and Michael, I'm sorry to interject because you're so right. Superintendents usually have this reactive approach after something happens. My suggestion is before something happens, you should have that audit. I wish I had that MTA audit in my hands before the malware attack because it could have been prevented based off of the recommendations from the initial report.
0: Exactly. Well, you know, and what's interesting is when it comes to education, what we've learned is everybody is at that first stage, it seems like, which we call it the the blissful ignorance stage, right? Uh, It's Uh, because we're focused on so many different things. Uh, we just haven't had an opportunity to to take that that line of, of thought, right, which is, you know, how are we protected? Where are we at? If I asked you, you know, what are your chances of, of being attacked, right? What are your systems that uh, are, are potentially outdated? I, I, I'm not sure is usually the question that is usually the response that we would get. Um, and then usually once they go through something and they reach out to us and we're able to help with that process, we've got them through there and we get to stage two, which is more of the, on the defensive, right? So we start putting putting things into place to protect us from some of the things that we've gone through and a few of the things that uh, we could foresee coming. And then eventually what happens is, as you talked about that three- to five-year plan, uh, getting to that third stage, which is where we have a chance to be more proactive, right? And we have a chance to be able to stay ahead of the game. But the only way that happens is just like you said, you want that technology audit in your hand Uh, Before you even start going, because, you know, as we talked about uh, with the school districts, you know, most of these schools that we even have now were built before, you know, we had computers in them. Right. Like it's it's one of the right. So your your server room is also a janitor's closet uh, where we keep the (laughs) equipment, (laughs) uh, you know, some (laughs) of all of that. Right. And so we're not necessarily prepared for the things that are in front of us. And that's why, you know, this is just so important
1: absolutely i mean that mta report you know i i I thought i had a strong foundational knowledge with regards to uh digital uh, technology and infrastructure um but the mta report i mean just some of the basics rudimentary information that it was kind of like a aha wow i didn't know that Now we're able to address some of those uh, systemic issues just by making small-scale changes. I mean, obviously, we have large-scale changes that we need to make, which will take time. But the MTA audit was so informative that we just made um, uh, bite-sized changes that will have cataclysmic impact from the positive context moving forward.
0: And we were glad to be able to assist in that process. But, you know, it's your job as a superintendent is you have to be able to see the full scope of everything that's, that's around you. Right. And so what uh, tends to happen is you're caught in, in between that area where you're focused on those things, but it's remembering that, you know, our goal is to make sure that we are educating our youth for the things that lie ahead. Um, And so let me ask you, how, how do you balance focusing on educating our young people and protecting them from the digital threats that potentially face them?
1: Absolutely. You know, we, we, we keep in mind um, to ensure that we have uh, this high level of uh, privacy. I don't want to go too depth in regards to the recommendation uh, for the MTA uh, audit, but we always, you know, just for my team, meeting with them on a weekly basis, referencing back to the recommendations so that we're more proactive and addressing specific situations so it won't uh, become... Uh, a radical or a macro level issue where we have to go back and address some of our systems that would actually compromise our education strategy of moving students forward or moving uh, uh, pedagogy or blended learning models uh, in a very seamless context. So, you know, just meeting with your team on a weekly basis, ensuring that there's that level of fidelity with the implementation of the recommendations that we actually integrated and interface within our five year future future-ready plan, and just uh, copious monitoring, being able to ensure that we're keeping up with our systems and, our, and shifting the mindset of our technology team uh, to be able to look at things in a fundamentally different manner than the way we did before with that. So again, that artifact, i.e. the MTA audit, has really just not only addressed some of the hardware issues that we have within Middletown Public Schools, but it also has deepened a conversation around changing the mindset and the software issues that we've had within the district.
0: Well, well, Dr. Connor, uh, I don't think that I could even ask another question that would be able to wrap it up as well as you just wrapped it up for us right there. (laughs)
1: Uh, Michael, thank you for having me, man. And, and you know, I, I, I very appreciative of, of everything that, you know, uh, millennial has done for us. Uh, it was an eye opener, as you can see. Um, it brought, uh, some reactions, uh, of urgency. So, you know, really appreciative of that. And, uh, thank you for having me on today.
0: Hey, well, thank you so much, Dr. Connor, for sharing your thoughts with us. And again, it is always a pleasure to be able to connect with you.
1: Absolutely.
0: Thank you. So to all of our educators and from volunteers in the school districts to superintendents, we thank you for your dedication to improving the lives of our young people. NAPSE is honored to serve you and to make an impact in the things that we are looking to do. We look forward to giving the support needed to continue to make an impact. For those that are not currently NAPSE members, we highly encourage you to stay connected and join to see all of the resources that are available to you. You all are the superheroes. Let us help put the tools needed in your utility belt. Thank you to all of our listeners. This series was sponsored by Millennium Enterprise Corporation, where our mission is to develop ideas and innovations to solve the world's toughest challenges. Until next time, remember, an investment in knowledge pays the best interest.